Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What's good, everybody? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Truly do appreciate you making time for us on this great afternoon. The text line is buzzing as well. Got an interesting topic here for you uh, on the Atlanta Braves and what's going on there in uh, in Major League Baseball. Let's see here. Texter says, uh, trying to get on the board in the upset pick contest. So says Fred Sims. Give me Auburn getting 11 against LSU. You notice what's happening here, Diesel? There's like three, four, or five games that like everyone coalesces around. Every single week. Uh, and Auburn is one of them. Why is that the case? Is the feeling that Auburn is getting better now? Uh, Texter says, Mark, congrats on your one year. Is it a marriage anniversary? Wedding anniversary? One year anniversary. My wife and I have our 29th anniversary tomorrow. Wow. That's from Mark L.O. Ducks. Mark, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate and value your name very much. Now, your name is Mark with a K. Unfortunately, Marks with a K have 36 more testosterone, 36% more testosterone than Marks with a C. So uh, you are much more of a man than I am, Mark, Mark L.O. Ducks. But congratulations. Can I ask you, and can I ask you guys, what are your tips for a long marriage, for a long, successful marriage? My parents are coming up on 50 next year. 50. 50 years And Angela and I were snuggling on the couch last night, and and we said, hey, we're one down. We got 49 to go. You know, how do you feel? We're one down out of 50. This is unbelievable. It's a great feeling. You know, like, and, you know, you guys might say, well, Mark, just remember she's always right, you know. And, I like, I get that. There's a lot of jokes. No, she's not. No, she's not. Women are wrong all the time. You're damn right. Not all the time, but I mean, I'm just just saying they're wrong often. Well, I want to I want to let you know this, Diesel. Men are wrong often more. You're right. That is also true. But why is it that whenever I see something crazy happening on the road, nine times out of ten, there's a Sheila behind the wheel? How come? Nine times out of ten, like what's going on there? You know, and it's like it's weird because do you ever when you're ever saying things like words you can't say on the radio about a driver under your breath, does that driver have a gender? You know, you son of a, you know what I mean, like. Angela, I've learned about Angela, that she always thinks it's a dude, you know? She's like when she's saying something under her breath and I'm riding with her, she always thinks it's a dude, and then we pull up to the car, and nine times out of ten, it's a Sheila. What's going on, Sheilas? Can we please drive a little bit better, all right? But, uh, no, in all seriousness, guys, I value 
your God's honest best advice on how to have a long marriage, okay? Uh, I was reading some stat recently, Diesel, where it said um, most marriages fail or really hit the skids between year one and year two and between year five and year eight. So, like, three years, that's a long time. That's a long-ass time to, like, not have any problems, right? Like, of course things can hit the skids between year five and year eight. But year one and year two, it's just like, man, I'm, I'm entering that right now, you know? Like, what, what's going to happen between year one and year two that causes the problem, right? So uh, what do you guys think? What, what is your best marital advice for us? Uh, Texter says, every profession has unwritten rules. Sometimes they're good. The problem with baseball is that so many of their unwritten rules are stupid. Estupido. So says Dougie. Uh, Texter E. Thoughty says, I'm taking Hawaii over San Diego State, minus five and a half. E. Thoughty, what place did you finish last year in the uh, upset uh, challenge? Texter says, the secret to a long marriage is swinging. (laughs) You need some new kitty every now and then. It takes lots of communication to work. No, I don't think that's hmm. I don't think that's what the uh, marriage counselors would say, uh, Texter. I don't think that's what, what they would. And how say. many wives did you have to go through before you found the one who was okay with swinging? Mm. Mm. Just like Lou, he's on number two. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we laugh every time that commercial every single comes time up. that plays. every time. Yep. yep. Uh, Texter says, uh, "I've been married twenty years. You have to find cool stuff that you like to do together." You have to keep your love life exciting and never go to bed mad. Yeah, that's easier said than done sometimes. And I, I, I don't think Angela and I ever go to bed mad, but I, I do think there's nights where it's like, you know, we disagree about this or you have a different opinion about that, right? I mean, I do think that's, that's a little bit normal. But you always try to close it with a kiss, right? Seal it with a kiss. Uh, let's see, man. Um... After year two or year three, the honeymoon stage is over. Just got to work through the hard times, still going strong. Very, very good advice, Texter. Very, very good advice. Uh, E. Thoughty claims that he finished first last year. E. Thoughty, I believe you emailed me. Um, And I will reach out to you, buddy. Okay? I'm going to reach out to you. So uh, I am going to screenshot this right now, and I've got it, and I will reach out to you, sir. Okay? I will reach out to you. By the way, coming up in the next segment of the show, guys, you're going to have a chance to win. You're going to have a chance to win a $100 gift card to Smith & James Fine Men's Clothing. Now, let me make this clear, okay? You are eligible to win if you have not won previously, okay? So if you have not won previously, you are eligible to win. And as soon as we go to commercial break, that is when you are allowed to call Okay, so we won't take calls on that right now. But when we go to commercial break is when you're allowed to call to try to win the $100 Smith and James gift card giveaway. And um, what you will be asked, Clemson and or South Carolina trivia. Okay, there you go. Uh, Mark, I'm in the car with my 11 year old daughter and she's now asking me what swinging is. Thanks. Oh, that's uh, sir. Are you serious? You can't figure out how to get out of that one. You point to the nearest swing set and you say, that's what it is, sweetheart. 
That's what it is. You know, that's an swinging is an easy one to get. Yeah, through. but now that you've said it on the air, she knows he's lying. <laughs> that also might be true. I didn't know that was my fault, sir. I didn't know that was my fault. Um, uh, that's your fault for letting a child listen to the show. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Let me see here. Uh, yeah, it wasn't the same guy. I thought it might have been the same guy that sent the swinging thing. Uh, let's see here. J- Madcraft is taking Georgia Southern plus six over JMU. Uh, got to make it about us and not about me for a marriage to work, so says a texter. Texter says, Mark, years one through five are the honeymoon years. Six to ten are harder. Eleven to fifteen, things get easier. Sixteen to twenty years are great. Kids are grown. Twenty to twenty-five, we are empty nef- nesters, and I am naked in the hallways. I could have gone without that, Texter. Could have gone without that. Uh, years one to five, six to ten are harder. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting to know. That, that puts a new spin on the phrase, hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> uh, 20 years of marriage here. My number one rule, keep other people and their thoughts and opinions out of their marriage. Keep any issues you may have private. More than two voices in a marriage is too many. Uh, texter says, quit assuming the swinging text was from a man. Did that come from the person who sent it? Ooh, it's a lady. It is. It's a lady. The lady sent the swing. Nice. Text. That's really interesting, Diesel. That is really interesting. Uh, nothing kills a marriage faster than porn addiction. I, I'd agree with that. That That's probably pretty accurate. Uh, okay, guys. Saw you uh, at Ingalls while getting flowers for my 32nd wedding anniversary. Disagreements are okay. But never argue or fuss. It's worked for 32 years. Very, very good, Texter. All right, Diesel. So the Braves tonight have an elimination game against the Philadelphia Phillies. They are a 59% chance to win. It is Spencer Strider, Clemson's own Spencer Strider, going towing the bump against Ranger Suarez for the Philadelphia Phillies. This is a pitching edge for Atlanta. I continue to believe that this is Philadelphia's last chance to win the series. I think if it goes back to Atlanta, you're looking at about an 80% Atlanta win probability in this one. And um, I'm fascinated, guys, by what baseball is going to do about this scheduling kerfuffle that is going on right now with how this postseason is slated. Do you know that the four best teams in baseball, okay, um, now that last night uh, we had two more teams eliminated, the Twins and the Dodgers were eliminated last night. And Twins. Do you know that the four best teams in baseball, okay, uh, of the four best teams in baseball, only two are still left alive. The Orioles were eliminated. The Dodgers were eliminated. And in the divisional series round, um, the teams that had a rest, the four best teams in baseball, have put up a record of four wins and nine losses. Now you're like, okay, Mark, well, bleep happens. Well, it does, but it happened last year. And it's almost like a sport that you play every single day. You need to keep playing every single day. You know, when somebody says, oh, he's sharp, they're sharp, what does that mean? Right, like you're on it, right? You're in the zone. You're seeing the ball well. All of those phrases, right? 
it, it, it means that to the degree that you have to be precise to be a successful major leaguer, folks have often said the hardest thing to do in sports is to hit a baseball, right? You've got to be precise. And when you are off of your game by three, four, five days, haven't played in five days, you're not going to come back precise. You know, how are you first day back in the office after five days off, after six days off? You know what I feel like every single time? It's like, dear God, do I still remember how to do this? I've literally forgotten what button to press to do something that I do every single day. Like I could, I remember how to open the software, but I was like, after that, total blank. What do I, what do I do? I can't find the button. And sometimes it goes on longer than you think. I'm like, am I losing it? Am I, am I, has my brain just quit on me? And then you realize, oh, there it is. There it is. And so, Diesel, <laughs> D, MLB needs to needs to have a there it is moment because they've got an issue on their hands. You know. You, if I say to you guys, if Philly wins tonight, and I say to you guys, did the better team win, what are you going to tell me? Some of you guys are going to tell me, yeah, Mark, Philadelphia won. They won fair and square. And I would say to you, well, what does science say? Science says the greater the sample size, the more accurate the result, right? So Atlanta was the better team over 162 games. Philadelphia was the better team over four. What is that telling us? Who's really the better team? Is it your job in sports to crown the best team, or is it not? Right? I can't dispute if Philly wins tonight that they were the better team in this series. But the why here is a problem for Major League Baseball. Rust is beating rest. You guys understand that? Like, rust is kicking rest's ass right now. It's not helping these teams to be off. It's helping them to play. The other factor that most people aren't considering is this. Teams like the Dodgers and the Braves, right, have not played meaningful baseball in a very long time. Whereas like the Phillies and the Astros, et cetera, were fighting for their playoff lives, right? So they're suddenly having to flip a switch after five days off. They haven't played meaningful baseball in two months against teams that have been living on the edge, right? These teams have been living on the edge for the last three months. Of course they're ready to go. Of course they don't need time to flip the switch or get back into it. But how do you fix this if you're Major League Baseball? And do you think this is something that needs fixing? Diesel, an easy fix would be? Um, you know, instead of having six playoff teams per league, you have eight. I don't like it. Too many playoff teams, right? They don't want to take away playoff teams. When you had four playoff teams, it meant something to make the playoffs, right? Four playoff teams, eight total playoff teams per league, uh, per, per the per the sport, four in each league. Um, you had each team playing in each round. Yeah, but this always goes the direction of expansion. No, no, no sport is contracting the size of their offseason. Nobody. They maybe, just expand it. Maybe the FCS should because it's gotten ridiculous. I think 32 teams make it in the FCS now, or maybe it's 48. I mean, it's ridiculous how many teams make the FCS playoffs. But if there's money involved, they're always going to expand. Let's see here. Buck Thomas on Twitter says, I wonder if Snitker has found an analytic that says analytics are useless in the postseason. 
Maybe like the one that says you have to pitch to Harper with a base open. Yeah, good call, Buck. Then he says the fact that Snitker has allowed Harper to be the one to beat them in back-to-back years is a prime example of coaching losing games. A prime example of that. So what is the fix here, guys, to baseball's scheduling problem? Is there a fix? Because clearly giving the one and two seeds a bye is not a present. It's a punishment. Trey on YouTube says uh, that swinger woman's name is Jada Pinkett. <laughs> Madcraft says, uh, you see where it was reported that Jada said she and Will have been separated for years? So Will slapped Chris Rock for literally no reason at all. Yeah. Uh, and then Mongo says, another way to keep your wife happy, you have to be able to find the button. Yep, that's true. Press her buttons. People think that's a very, very bad thing to do. But sometimes, you know, sometimes the button needs the buttons need to be pressed. You know, sometimes they need to be pressed. That's not the button he's talking about. Is, no, no, is that not what it is? Uh, 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. He's talking about the other button. The other button. 844-326-3663. You're like, let's stop talking about this. Please. There's kids in the car. Moving along now. 11-year-olds are listening. Please. Uh, okay, guys. Are you ready? Orange, you glad you're listening right now? Because when this show returns, each and every one of you out there is going to have a chance to win the $100 Ingles, $100 Ingles, $100 Smith and James gift card giveaway. Got too many gift cards going on here. We've got a contest going on for Smith and James. You're going to have a chance to win a $100 gift card. Believe me, you want this. You're going to look great in your Smith & James gear. You need to call us right now at 844-326-3663 to get yourself in queue. You're eligible if you haven't already won. That's next. We'll ask you Clemson and South Carolina trivia here on Offsides. We are the fan upstate. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
Let's get right to it. Panthers culture is an incredibly popular social media account and site on your Carolina Panthers. The owner, operator of that is J.J. Hardy. He joins us each and every Thursday. Always great to catch up with you, J.J. Outside of the team, man, life treating you good? Life treating me great, man. Outside of the team, life is treating me great. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to hear that, buddy. Glad to hear that. So we've got um, – I want to reset, and I'm sure you've heard this by now, um, the comments from uh, – we, we have some um, – you know, interesting takes on on Frank Reich, but I want to open today, uh, JJ, with this. You know, do you get the sense with complete authority would Frank Reich have selected Bryce Young, given all that you know? Or maybe there's just no way for you to answer that question. Because what they told us was that they were private about the process, and then, then at the end, um, you know, they all came into a room and they kind of revealed their cards and they all had Bryce Young on the card, and we're supposed to believe that they never talked about it before that moment. Um, you've made the point that Bryce Young is a, is a departure from what Frank Reich normally has. With that being said, J.J., do you get the sense if he was the GM and the coach, is Bryce Young the Panthers quarterback? I'm, I'm kind of torn right now. Because there's just so much swirling around about, you know, who made the pick and and all that. I do believe that the pick was heavily influenced by the owner. Um, I do believe that, you know, we have so much history with Frank Wright and the type of quarterback that he's had in the past. You know, he's always had a 6'4 quarterback across his 20-something years of coaching. And we all know that Bryce Young isn't 6'4. And so um, Bryce has a lot of redeeming characteristics of why I know that a guy like Frank Wright would choose him. I'm just not sure that it's his natural fit for a quarterback. And I think some of the frustration we see is based on him being a little mismatch from what Frank Wright is accustomed to having back at the quarterback position. Not saying it can't work out. Not saying that Frank can't come around to coaching his type or his style. But it's going to challenge Frank Wright and it's going to challenge Bryce Young a little bit, you know, to, just to get on the same page with what works for him at his size with some of his limitations. And so um, I don't know. I don't want to get too much into who did what and who chose what. I have my feelings about it. I have some internal people who talked to me before the draft. And um, let's just say their process for establishing who was the best quarterback had a lot more to do with, what they perceive him to be processing-wise and the metrics and the testing, um, it had a heavy influence on them making the selection of Bryce Young. So, J.J., I want to ask you, I want you to put on your, your prediction pants here. Who ultimately has a longer tenure in Carolina, Frank Reich or Bryce Young? Bryce Young. Bryce Young, 100%. Wow, that's that's interesting, and that is that is a very very strong vote of confidence. Now, um, I, I want to bring you in, and I'm sure you've heard this these comments. JJ, as JJ Hardy from Panthers Culture joins us here on Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, the Fan Upstate. The comments from Frank Reich about working with Dave Tepper, and I want to play these comments, JJ, with the background being that this team made the playoffs four times in five years before Dave Tepper took over. They've made it not a single time in seven years since he's been the owner. 
I do not believe in coincidences. I, I think there's a reason for everything that happens. And when you listen to Frank Reich's description, J.J., I feel bad for him. We'll play the audio. We'll get your thoughts. There's different philosophies in ownership. You know what I mean? Some owners kind of stay, stay away and, and don't engage a whole lot. Other owners do. And his philosophy is he's going to engage. And, um, and listen, it's only been a short experience, but it's been a really good experience. Uh, it hasn't been fun. You know, it's not fun. Those, those meetings aren't, I wouldn't characterize them as fun meetings. Um, but those meetings make me better, and I trust they make us better. When, when you hear that, does it sound like the Carolina Panthers have a Jerry Jones style of meddling owner? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there's been too many instances across the years since Dave Tepper took over where you could just feel his influence. And it goes back to, honestly, when he fired Ron Rivera, you know, after only two years, not even a full two years of seeing what he could do. You know, he didn't have any patience with him after Cam Newton got hurt, um, didn't give him an opportunity to work that out, get a new quarterback, you know, build something different. He just made a rash decision, moved on. Um, the next thing that he did was keep the GM, let that GM go with him to pick Matt Rule. Um, a reason for picking Matt Rule was because he really wanted Josh McDaniels based on all accounts, but Josh McDaniels wanted to go to Cleveland. And when he felt that he wouldn't get Josh McDaniels, he went and made a knee-jerk move to fly down to Waco, which everybody knows, to, to, to hire Matt Rule on the spot so Matt Rule wouldn't take the New York Giants job the next day. And so from there, you know, there were rumors about him wanting to make a big swing the next season, you know, for quarterback. First, he went for Matt Stafford, wanted to throw the house at Detroit to get Matt Stafford in the trade. When Matt Stafford declined to come to Carolina, he turned his attention to Deshaun Watson. And, you know, we know what happened with the Deshaun Watson ordeal. At first, it seemed like it could be a good play. But then when the negative news came out about Deshaun, I think the worst part about that, and a lot of people didn't know this, was that although Carolina kind of quieted down, they still were pursuing Deshaun Watson in the background. And I know that for a fact. And when the opportunity arose again later in 2021, um, they let their their um, their passion be known for Deshaun Watson and to carry it on until 2022. And so you have all these things that Dave Tepper has done across the years of influencing who the coaching staff should pursue to play quarterback. And he has missed on a lot of opportunities. And so – yeah, you know, when they pick this quarterback, I do believe he heavily influenced who they pick. And now that they're losing, you hear Frank Wright and how he expressed, you know, how the conversations have gone. Um, I think it's I think it's kind of messed up, you know, when you're a head coach, you know, you're coming from a situation where, you know, your last owner was Jim Ursay. And, you know, you started out bad in 2022, 3-5-1. Ursay gets frustrated. He fires you. Um, now you come back to North Carolina with your family and you're sitting around and then all of a sudden there's a vacancy right down the street in Charlotte and Dave Tepper comes knocking 
saying, hey, would you be interested? I want an offensive-minded head coach. I want a coach with NFL experience. I want a coach who can work with quarterbacks. And then hire you, let you build your staff. But when it comes time to pick the quarterback who you think you can be most successful with, maybe take that opportunity from you, right? And so now you're trying to coach a type of player that you may not have chosen if you had the freedom to choose, and it's not working out offensively. And so now you have to go and face that guy every week after a loss, after the offense looks putrid, and let him advise you on how to make things better. So, that, yeah, that is kind of frustrating. That would be frustrating for me if I was a head coach. So um, I'm not taking – oh, go ahead, go ahead. You know, JJ, obviously you don't become a billionaire by accident. It takes a smart person – to achieve what he's achieved uh, from a business standpoint, what is your impression of of David Tepper's ability to recognize that his hands-on approach isn't successful? Do you believe you know his policy will be to get more involved, or will it be to take a step back and let the football people take over? Well, based on everything that he's shown us, it, it appears that he's going to continue to be heavily involved, and that's unfortunate for us as fans. It's unfortunate for the team. Um, because because of his story, how he made his money, um, you know, that came from a lot of self-belief and, you know, thinking that he's the smartest guy in the room. And I was always told if you are the smartest guy in any room, then you need to find a new room. And I don't think Dave Tepper has ever been in that situation or he hasn't been in that situation in a long time. Um, so that's our challenge with Dave Tepper is, you know, can he – humble himself enough to say, you know what, I've tried this for, what, five years now, and I have five consecutive losing seasons. Maybe I need to step back and hire the right type of people around me operationally to make sure that things are going the way that a successful NFL franchise, you know, should be running. And 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 until he does that, I think we're going to continue to struggle. So based on his history, I would say no. I don't think he'll step back, and I believe that that's truly unfortunate for us. But I am prayerful. I'm hopeful that he will come around. I just don't – I wouldn't bet my, my, my paycheck that he is. J.J. Hardy joining us. J.J., why is this team seemingly so much further away than what we thought or what they were at the end of last season? I think it's a couple of different reasons. I would start with – we were bad last year, right? You know, we started out last season one and five, I believe it was, and then we fired Matt Rule. Steve Wilkes came on board. We go out to L.A. or L.A. come to Charlotte. I think they came to Charlotte. And we dropped that game, so now we won and six. But what happened immediately after that changes the course of last season. Robbie Anderson has an episode on the sideline with an assistant coach the next day. He's out of here. He gets traded. Later that week, Christian McCaffrey gets traded. And I think it was a wake-up call for that locker room and for some of the young leaders and stars on the team to, to see, like, you know what? It's a different it's a different era now. Steve Wilkes is a different guy. He's going to hold people accountable. He's going to make tough decisions. And if we're not doing, you know, what we need to do, we're going to get shipped out of here. We're going to get cut next year or whatever. So, I think we start seeing players respond to the accountability that Steve Wilkes instilled. You know, Steve Wilkes was here for the winning seasons 
You know, when we went to the Super Bowl, he was the defensive assistant, defensive coordinator, um, you know, for our last winning season in 2017. And so Steve Wilkes knows what winning in Carolina feels like, and, and he has pride in that. And I think he showed a lot of these young players for the first time what that takes, you know, what it takes to be a winner. A lot of these guys on this team, if you look across the roster, a lot of them were drafted by Matt Rue's regime, and and all they know is losing. And in football, losing is infectious. You know, it's contagious. And Steve Wilkes refuted that. You know, he was like, I'm not a loser. You're not losers. Let me show you how to win. We're going to do things simple. We're going to run the football. We're going to be aggressive. You know, we're going to push guys at the line of scrimmage, and we're going to play tough defense. And he showed them that that's a winning formula. It's not pretty. It's not cute. But it's effective. And the players responded. And I think moving off of that type of energy and David Tepper going out to, to hire Frank Wright, you know, who I like Frank Wright. Frank Wright is not a high-energy guy, though, right? And so the players showed last year they, they respond to high energy. Frank Wright, he would tell you himself he's not a high-energy guy. He's not a big rah-rah guy. I think he's a very knowledgeable guy, very experienced, but he's not big, big on energy. And I think right now we need some juice. The quarterback that they drafted, he's not a big energy guy, right? <laughs> you know, Carolina is Cam Newton. You know, Carolina is big, you know, big personality, big energy. You know, we don't have it at the coaching, the head coaching position. We don't have it at the quarterback position. So when things start going bad, who do people look to to rally around? Who do they look to to rally them? And right now, I think the locker room, until Bryce Young kind of stepped into that role, I think we're pretty leaderless. I mean, Shaq Thompson is hurt. He was a defensive leader. He's hurt. And nobody's really stepping up. So I think that's what we're missing is, is that juice uh, that we had last year. And I think that's why we – have fallen as far as we have fallen off because I think we have some misalignment from the top down, and I think we we lack that leader uh, to really step into it. And not questioning Frank Wright's leadership, I just think that these tough times require somebody to rally the troops, and I don't know if he's giving them that thing and that that energy to really rally around. And um, I hope that they figure that out. JJ, what do you what do you believe the mood among the players is? Are they getting chippy with each other with their frustration, or do you believe that they're galvanized? Because Frank Reich says things all the time in his press conferences, like, "Oh, it's all about belief," and we were close to getting a win. I would certainly argue that they haven't been close to getting wins, even in the no. quote unquote close games. They haven't looked like a competitive football team. So, so how do you think the players are are dealing with each other? right now well i would imagine when it gets to this time of the season and it's not over yet but like historically it's over no team has ever been over five to make the playoffs ever so you know you got a lot of guys that's on short deals you got guys who are coming up on contract years like Derrick brown um you got one that's currently trying to fight for his deal and and brian burns and, and other guys that's younger, like J.C. Horn, that know eventually it'll be my time. And so, and then you got the veterans who they brought in who might be on short-term deals, like one-year deals, like D.J. Chalk. And a lot of these guys thought that they could come here. They, 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 they drank the Kool-Aid. It was going to be a great year. Bryce Young was going to be a great young quarterback. You know, a guy like D.J. Chalk was going to fight for his, his respect in the league as a as one of the top wide receivers who might get a bigger contract if he have a good year in Carolina, Thielen trying to reestablish himself. 
So now these guys may be looking around like, okay, what do I do to help myself out if I'm not here next year, right? If Carolina doesn't give me the contract that I want, if I become some trade piece for them to accrue picks because we're a very bad team without first-round picks in 2024. So what do I do to take care of myself? Maybe we can't win, but maybe I can go out there and put some, some good film on you know, on tape, you know, so I can be evaluated, you know, for the next team. And so I'm not saying that they're not pulling together and rallying around each other, but, you know, my last statement was that I don't know who the leader is in that locker room for them to rally around. Every time you, you know, see the reporters in the locker room, it's cats in the background playing ping pong. (laughs) And so I don't mind people playing ping pong, but when we owe it five, you know, that kind of gets annoying. And so, like, oh. I need somebody to, to, to take things seriously. And Man. I don't know if they are or coming together to do that. There you go. His name is J.J. Hardy. Follow him and uh, his great brand on Twitter, at Panthers Culture, is where you can get to him. J.J., great to catch up with you, Ben. Maybe, just maybe, there will be a new Carolina Panther on the roster the next time uh, <laughs> we convene. That would be great, man. Thanks so much for all you do for us. No, thank you, and thank you for um, bearing with my shortness of breath. I was running from my kids' football game to get here and, 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 and speak with you, but um, I got myself together. I'm out of shape, but, uh, you know, it's always a pleasure. Hoping that we can, you know, shot the world and get a win on Sunday. Not very optimistic about it, but, um, but hey, at least after that, we can't lose the week after because we're going to be on bye. Hey, so, hey uh, I don't know. The bye week, uh, uh, the line is on that is out. The bye week's favored by 11. Uh, JJ, this is not good. This is <laughs> not good news. Yeah. That's horrible, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey. We're going to be 0 18. But no, it, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. No, like for the fans listening, I'm, I'm as optimistic as they come. But right now, it's time to be real, and um, we're not in a good space right now. We got a good, a good staff, and hopefully, we can pull it together. And um, hopefully, we play our best ball on Sunday. You know, if even if it's not a win, I just want to be competitive, and that's what I'm looking for. There so, you go. Thank you again, Mark, for having me. Uh, let me get back to the football game, man. You got it, buddy. You got it. J.J. Hardy, Panthers culture. We've got the top five at five. Coming your way next right here on Offsides. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.